This is Fearless Rebel Radio, a podcast about body positivity, self-worth, anti-dieting, and feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanen, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 103, and it is a special episode because I'm speaking to five incredible women who I'm willing to bet will have pieces of their story resonate with you. These are five of my clients who worked with me during the You on Fire, formerly Rock Your Body program, and they are here to show you that it is possible to go from obsessing over food and hating your body to no longer fretting about your reflection and having so much more confidence in who you are outside of how you look. I recently wrote a blog post called Diet Culture is the Soul Sucker that Feeds on Women, and I refer to diet culture as a soul sucker because it eats our lives and steals our energy. Diet culture implants in us a desire for thinness, with or without our consent, and this causes us to be preoccupied with thoughts around food and our bodies and comparing ourselves to others and feeling inferior, etc., etc., Our resources, our time, mental and physical energy and money become invested in it and this takes us away from leading fulfilling and purposeful lives. I believe that the negative thoughts that you have about your body and worth are not the truth. They are culturally programmed by the soul sucker and you have the power to free yourself from these limitations when you commit to liberating yourself from the belief that your worthiness is conditional on the way you look and you open yourself up to fully experiencing life when you do that. That's why I do this work. And that's why I want to share these stories with you today. It is so moving for me to witness the changes that happen in the women that I work with. They really do become free and liberated. And what's so amazing is that it's not just the individual impact. It's not just about them wearing a bikini or being in photographs or feeling comfortable in their body. These women go on to be role models for their kids. They have more time, so they volunteer or they become advocates for social justice. They ask for a raise and a promotion at work. They speak up to their medical professionals about health at every size, or they pursue a new calling. And it's in all of these little ways that they start to leave a different kind of mark on this world and really change the culture. I believe that this is how we do this. It starts with us as individuals opening our eyes to the ways in which we've been oppressed and then indoctrinating ourselves into a new belief system that honors and celebrates who we are. And then the end result is the impact we leave on others. And this creates a ripple effect to the people and things around us. I honestly believe we're going to change the world here. I really do. This stuff is about smashing the patriarchy (laughs) and reclaiming our resources and vanquishing the soul sucker off our backs. The fall cycle of You on Fire is starting on September 25th, and you can get all the details on this cycle or sign up for the waitlist for the next cycle by going to summerinanin.com forward slash You on Fire and that's all one word, or you can just go to thebodyimagecoach.com and click on the work with me tab and you'll see it there. 
You on Fire is the 12-week online group coaching program that gives you a step-by-step way of building up self-worth beyond your gene size. And it's with personalized coaching from me as well as lifetime access to the program so that you can break out of the diet culture cage, get free from body shame, and live your fiery, free, untamed life. In the program, I teach you how to have untamed confidence and liberate yourself from the culturally imposed temptations to diet and be thinner, how to know that you're good enough and turn down the criticizing all or nothing perfectionist voice in your head that constantly makes you feel less than, how to accept and feel comfortable in your body, be okay with a full body photo, wear your bathing suit to the beach and see your reflection without doing a body scan, because those things are still important, (laughs) and give way less fucks about what other people think of you and rid yourself of comparisons to other women. We also help you to figure out what really sets your soul on fire now that dieting and weight loss aren't cramping your mental space. So we look at, you know, what your purpose is here, what your real callings are, what your values are. We do a lot of work around that, and that is foundational to the program. And ultimately, we cultivate your inner rampant untamability so you can wear, say, and do what you want. So the fall cycle will be starting on Monday, September 25th. I would be so honored to link arms and do this with you. Again, you can go to summerinandin.com or thebodyimagecoach.com. Click on work with me. Or if you are good at memorizing things, go to summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. That's all one word. All of the links mentioned in this podcast, including details on You on Fire, as well as the video version of these spotlights, and a link to watch the entire spotlight series that includes women from past cycles. I think we probably have over 20 spotlights now, which is pretty incredible. You can go to summerinandin.com forward slash 103 because this is episode 103. But again, don't take my word for it. That's why I bring these women in because I want them to just share what's really possible and how you can feel and what can change in your life when you do this work for yourself. I've been running this program for almost four years now, and every time I'm blown away by the transformations that take place. I hate to use the word transformation, by the way, but I don't really know what else to call it at this point. The evolution, the indoctrination, the reclaiming, (laughs) something like that. And as you'll hear throughout all of these stories, changing the way you feel about your body isn't about liking the way you look. It's really so much more than that. It's about transforming the way you see yourself and your outlook on life. And I think you're going to love hearing these stories. So let's get started. Up first, we have Lauren, who is an amazing woman who lives over abroad. I say abroad, but actually, if you if you live over in Australia or in, um, in Asia, then she wouldn't be living abroad. She'd be living where you live. So she was teaching. <laughs> she's originally from Canada, but she was teaching abroad and she was teaching young girls about body acceptance and realizing that she didn't feel that way about herself and that she says that she was just sick and tired of putting so much time and energy into thinking about her body and her weight and food. And she realized that she was capable of so much more and that there was so much more to life. And so she wanted to end that struggle. I get really moved with Lauren's story in in this spotlight. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Let's do this one. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to your spotlight. 
Hello, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. So uh, in order to start, I would love it uh, if you just told everybody a little bit about who you are and where you live. Definitely. So my name is Lauren. I'm 30 years old. I'm originally Canadian. You'll probably be able to tell from the accent. It's pretty strong. (laughs) I've been a teacher (laughs) for the past four years. The past two have actually been at an international school in Asia. So that's been really interesting. I have a passion for travel. And um, this year I actually quit my teaching job and I'm now traveling for a year, partially due to the inspiration of finishing and completing this um, program with you. Amazing. Yes. And yes. we are recording live from Melbourne, Australia. Yes. You are I'm live currently from in Melbourne. Australia. Yes. <laughs> I am still in Canada here, holding down the fort for you. But you'll, yes, yeah, so oh. everyone will enjoy our Canadian accents. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so tell everybody a little bit about what, the, uh, what frustrations you had with, with your body before you started the program. In all honesty, I had quite a few frustrations with my body. And it started at a pretty young age. I was trying to think, really, have I been happy with my body or even neutral with my body? And I really can't remember a time when I was. Since a little girl, about grade four, I became aware that I wasn't an acceptable body size based on kind of society and other pressures and expectations. And so ever since I was a little girl, I was really unhappy with my body. You know, if it was my stomach or you know, my weight or my hair, anything like that. It was just a mixture of everything up until this year. And I'm 30 years old. So it's been over 20 years, I think, of body unhappiness. Mm-hmm. So, and you yeah. were you were in the whole dieting game too. Like you were pretty invested in that. I know we've talked about that obviously privately, but do you want to just yes. talk about what your relationship with, with food was like as well? Yeah, so in my youth and I guess my teenage years was a lot of binge eating. I was really unhappy. And I think I was just, you know, I was wanting to look a certain way and my body just wasn't that way. So when I got to university, when I was about 18, 19, 20, that's when I started to really trickle into dieting and more so disordered eating, I would say now. So I severely would restrict what I ate and then I would compulsively exercise And I lost quite a bit of weight. And, you know, the compliments started coming in and I started getting more attention and I was feeling really good, but I was starving myself and I wasn't the shape that I should have been. So what ended up happening is after, you know, a year or two of being at a lower weight, I ended up gaining all the weight back because, you know, my body wanted to get back to the healthy size. So for the past 12 years, I've been going up and down quite a bit. So I would restrict myself, you know, get down to a smaller weight and then unfortunately well fortunately my body is healthy and it was trying to get me back to that healthy weight but I wasn't happy with that weight so it was up and down yo-yo dieting disordered eating for you know the past decade which is pretty exhausting yeah what made you decide to be done with it a few things so the first thing was like I said I've been a teacher I've been working with junior high school students in specific and I have a, a strong connection with my students So I've been involved with a lot of different girls groups and I led a girls group this year for junior high school girls and I saw their struggles, you know, at a young age at 13, 14, 15 years old. And I was trying to encourage them to accept their body and love their body and 
I felt really kind of hypocritical because in all honesty, I was thinking, wait a sec, I don't feel this way about my body. Mm -hmm. I'm 30 years old and I need, I need to change something. So in the end, it was, you know, that kind of was one of the catalysts, but also for me, I was sick and tired of it. I was constantly obsessing over my weight, over my body, how I looked, what other people thought. And I was so sick and tired of it. And I realized I'm putting so much time and energy into this and I'm capable of so much more. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much more to life. And I just wasn't, yeah, wasn't living it. Right. So I was ready for a change. Good. Nice. Well, I knew that when you came in and <laughs> you really dove right into it, which is, which is always really great to see. So why don't you talk about some of the things that, really helped you along the way or some of the experiences that you had that you felt really benefited you? Yeah. So there's a few, the overall, I I love the program. It was great. And yeah, I definitely just did dive right in. I was more than ready. (laughs) The few things that I have written down here that really kind of stood out to me was first the naming of that negative self talk or that voice. Yeah. So you call it like our doppelganger, right? Yeah, Yeah. So I actually named it. And in the past, whenever I heard that negative self-talk or I, you know, changed a thousand times or checked my hair, or my makeup before leaving the house, I would just try to suppress it and I would get really angry with myself. But you taught us to name it. And I named mine my childhood nickname. Yeah. And I thought of her as a child, like when I was like 10 or 11 years old and I had a dialogue with her and I gave myself kind of some self-compassion and instead of shaming her I worked with her and that was so instrumental and huge for me the other things were the coaching calls I really enjoyed those so talking to you and letting out these thoughts that I've been having my whole life that I had never let out to anyone else and you just giving the feedback and also hearing the other women's stories Mm -hmm. and being able to relate to them right that was amazing and then the support of the other women and you in the Facebook group is so awesome. Like if you're having a a challenge or a really good day or a struggle, or if you want to post pictures or just like you want some opinions or news, you can post it in the group. And then the women are all there to support each other. It's such a supportive community and you feel so encouraged. You feel like you belong and you're connected with this powerful group of women, which is absolutely amazing. So I think those three things specifically stood out for me. Yeah, that's so great to hear. I and I remember you making space for those like for the negative self talk, like just really exploring like, where did this come from? Like what part? Oh, yeah. You know, what part of me does this really come from? And like, what does she need? And opening yourself up to that. And I think that that's like, yeah, it's such a beautiful thing to witness. So I, I feel really grateful that I get to you know, just kind of be the one to, to guide you. And then you took, take it and, and, and see how powerful that can be. And uh, yeah, I mean, the group is amazing. Like this, this time around, again, as always, it's just like this incredible mm-hmm. group and you guys support each other so well. It's so supportive. And like, it's amazing to me how, you know, on the internet, I would have never thought, like I've told this to you before, I would have never thought in all my life that I would be in this group of women that I've met over the internet. And it's just, I feel like just so connected with them and they're so empowering. And 
I mean, I, you know this, but I met one recently yeah. and it was just so awesome. Like it's somebody in your corner supporting you and just, you're able to have these intense talks with each other. It's just amazing. Yeah. And that was Rob. I don't think she would mind. She's been on the spotlight too. So people who, who like remember from the last time we did a round of episodes like this back in March, it was Rob and from Australia. So mm-hmm. I was so happy. That was like the greatest thing I've ever seen was the picture of you two together. I just thought that was like the, the most rewarding, one of the most rewarding oh. things that I've witnessed in my career as a coach. So oh. well, it it's all so because special. of you, honestly. Oh, it's, it's was amazing, honestly. Yeah. And I just, yeah, the just, you know, we understand each other, we get each other. And, you know, I think if all women did things like this, it would be so powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what were some of the what are some of the specific things that you notice in yourself now that are that are different since you've done well, this I'm, work? Yeah, so quite a bit of things. So I'm definitely on the pathway to feeling so much more liberated with my body, but just more internally too. Like I don't really care what people think or if I don't want to do something or if I don't want to wear something, I just, I just don't, you know, like last night I was out for dinner with some people and I wanted to leave after dinner and they were all kind of doing something. And it's like, I want to go, like, I don't need to stay. I just feel like I can be more free and I'm more positive about my body, but I'm just kind of learning to be neutral with it and more comfortable with it. It's not that I'm like, oh, I love it all the time, but I just, yeah, I just feel more comfortable. Those are really important. And I think too, just continuing to be, I always have been independent, but I think this has given me more encouragement too, to continue my independence. Just a lot of people I know, you know, in my age have been getting married back home and all of that kind of stuff. And I've been like, oh, I need to do that. I need to settle down. But now I'm like, no, I can do whatever I want. (laughs) I still want to travel. I still want to, you know, be adventurous and do these things. So why not do it while I can? So it's kind of given me, given me the power to, to continue on this path. That's maybe unconventional. Yeah. I remember we had a discussion around that because you were contemplating coming back or correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I, that's what I'm remembering. Right. Yeah. I remember we talked about this and how, and how like the, you know, the, the independence and the adventure was just such a part of you and really mm-hmm. a part of your values. And so continuing to keep honoring those by continuing, you know, taking this time to travel was going to be a more fulfilling experience for you. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard because I think a lot of us are perfectionists and we want to do what kind of society is telling us to do. And we want to fit in that mold and be, you know, everything that our families want us to be and our friends and society, but it's hard going against the grain. And I felt that I should be, but it's, it was difficult. And I think really the program gave me that encouragement and support to do that. Mm-hmm. Were there any highlight moments for you that stood out? Like I know I remember when you posted the photo of you in the group and you were, yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. I totally forgot about that one, but that one's a really good one. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, honestly. Yeah. So that was a really good one. So yeah, I was, doing a really cool project in Laos with some teachers and some kids at, you know, at a lower socioeconomic status. And I remember 
I, the day was so amazing. It was one of the most amazing travel stories slash just personal stories that I've ever kind of encountered. It was really moving and touching and I was so connected with the community. And I remember just loving the day and then looking at the pictures afterwards and being like, whoa, I look, you know, I felt I looked a certain way. And I, it was almost like that moment, I just like ripped it up away from myself. Everything that I had in that moment, I just took away, you know, because I, I felt I looked a certain way. Yeah. And looking back, I'm like, wow, it's just so powerful. So what I did was you encouraged me to post the pictures, also put one as a profile picture. And now I almost am like, yeah, I'm reowning that experience. And I'm not going to take anything away from that experience. Because that was so valuable to me. And I loved it. And just because I perceived I was looking a certain way, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. It's not about how I looked. It's about how I was feeling in the moment, right? And so it's like owning that. And getting over that, like, you know, I posted the pictures and I looked sweaty. I looked glowing. I looked happy. I was surrounded by amazing colleagues and in this awesome location. And it just, I wasn't about to let a picture of my perceived, you know, this diet mentality or this societal expectation take away all of that from me in that moment. And with you guys, you know, the women and you encouraging me along the way, I just reclaimed that moment, right? And now I remember it for what it was. Yeah. It was amazing. And yeah, I'll never forget it. And it's so ridiculous letting a picture have that control over you. Right? Yeah. Well, it's not, it, I mean, yeah, it, it feels that way, but it's not. And mm-hmm. in, in the moment, it's like, it is, it really like, it, you know, sucks away our soul literally in yes. that moment. But yeah, I mean, you worked through it and were able to reclaim it and then own it. And now, well, I mean, have you looked at the picture again to just like, see, like, how do you feel about it now when you see it? Oh, completely different. I think in that moment, like it almost like deflates initially when you see a picture of yourself, sometimes you're so hard on yourself. But then looking back, I no, I don't think that what I thought in the moment at all. Now I look back and I'm like, it was an amazing experience. It was, you know, one of the top 10 experiences of my life. Like I'm not going to let, you know, yeah, I had to work through it and it was definitely for the better. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. What were the other highlight moments for you? Because I just planted one. <laughs> no, had, that's you totally had fine. That you had thought of. <laughs> no, I, you know what? In all honesty, when I was thinking about this, it was really just owning my body and not feeling obligated to fit into what I used to feel I should, how I should act, how I should look. Like just coming back to me and myself and not yeah, trying to impress anyone, just being myself, you know, and that was really good. And just moving when I wanted to move, resting when I wanted to rest, you know, playing self-care, all of those like little things that I wasn't really doing for me, which doesn't seem maybe so revolutionary, but really is, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is the little things and they make a big impact over time. So how did it feel to do all of those things? For me, I have just a feeling of complete liberation and just, I feel more authentic. I feel like I can be more vulnerable to like to myself, but also to other people. I'm more genuine, I think to myself. And I think I really realized that I'm the most important piece of the puzzle. Like it doesn't really matter what everyone else thinks. I mean, still I'm affected. It's a, I'm a work in progress, Yeah, but overall it's, 
me that's important and coming home to myself mm-hmm. that's important. Nice. I love hearing that. That's so cool. You mentioned when we first started that like this, you traveling, like you being in Melbourne, that you felt like the work we did together influenced this path that you're on right now. Can you just elaborate a little bit on on that? Yeah, in all honesty, I just feel like I could have stayed probably in like a box of what I was supposed to do. In all honesty, I had a really good job. I was making quite a bit of money. I could have stayed in, you know, the profession I was in and financially I would have been good. I would have looked good maybe on the outside, but on the inside, I think I would have been feeling really unfulfilled. And so I just needed to continue or I felt like I needed to be come back, be true to myself. And I felt like I needed to keep adventuring. So, you know, I spent the past six weeks traveling in different countries in Asia, and now I'm in Australia, I'm in Melbourne, and I'm feeling way better, I think, about myself just being in this country. Instead of, if I think of even a year ago, if I would have come here, I wouldn't have been ready. Like, I feel like it all happened at the right spot, the right timing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just feel good to be here. You know, I feel like I can... Uh, I think Melbourne's going to be a good place for me right now. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we'll, um, what's a piece of advice that you have for others? I think the biggest thing is that women and, or anyone who's listening, we're, we're so much more than how we look, our weight, our size. I think that I've realized it's a huge waste of time, in all honesty, spending time worrying about those things. We're capable of so much more. Like, my passions, I'm still finding my passions because I feel like I've suppressed them for so long. But, you know, we need to be involved with things that we love to do, right? Um, Before I was obsessed with perfectionism and I was never happy. I was never going to be happy. I was never slim enough. I was never pretty enough. I was never smart enough. But now I realize that I am amazing (laughs) and I can do so many awesome things. Like, you know, I... I started writing recently and I'm really proud of the work that I've, you know, written and, you know, being an amazing city with all this culture and art, I can't wait to just dive in and just see what I'm capable of. I think that that's really important. Like women and, you know, again, anyone, men too, we're worth so much more. And I think it's also really important that we encourage and support each other. That's a big thing too. We need to, we really, really need to. And I think it's important for us to be listening to our body because I feel like it's the most revolutionary thing that we can really do, especially because we're living in such a patriarchal society. We need to break that down and just really be true to ourselves. Yeah. Nice. I love it. I love it. I can't wait for you to listen back to that because it was really good. <laughs> oh, good. I hope so. Yeah. So do you have anything else that you want to add before we close it out here? Anything else that you wanted to say that we didn't get to? I think that is it. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, you did not tell me to say this, but I would so encourage, I would so encourage, I tell women about your program all the time oh, cool. because it is, Honestly, like I'm going to start to tear up. It was life changing for me. And I just appreciate so much the work that you do. I'm going to start to tear up too because I have my period. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, like we, we are capable of so much. And like, you know, you're giving us the tools. We have the tools, but you're showing us what we're capable of. And it's so powerful. And we, 
if more women did this, I think that the world would be such an amazing place. (laughs) So thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh my God. That was really kind of you. (laughs) Well, I love you. You did, you did so well. Cause I know that we went to some hard places when we did this. Yes. And, you know, there's a lot of like ups and downs through this process. And you really fought through it and like advocated for yourself. Like you wanted this for yourself, even if that meant going through some uncomfortable spots or making yes. some difficult decisions. And I think that, you know, that just really speaks to your strength and your resiliency and your courage and your perseverance and like all of these amazing gifts that you bring to the world. And And I love seeing you out, like just living all of your passions. Like just, I know we had a conversation earlier about you wanting to explore like the music and the art and all this, all this stuff in Melbourne. And I just think it's so cool. And if you do teach again, you're going to, you're going to make such a, an amazing mark on this. I know you did already, but it's just (laughs) going to be even more amplified now. So Uh thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much for doing this today. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much, Summer. Rock on. So that's why I love what I do here, because it's just so powerful to hear how far people can take it and how they really do liberate themselves uh, when they do this work. Next up, we have Eveline, who came to me a few months ago after she had spent a night spending 30 minutes thinking about whether she should or shouldn't eat ice cream. And that's when she knew how much of her life was being consumed with a fear of gaining weight and a fear of letting go of all of the rules because she didn't think it was possible to trust herself. And Eveline really went for it with the program. And uh, we did some we did some private coaching in addition to the program. And she's now at a point where she doesn't worry about her body. And she feels in her words, quote unquote, fucking great. <laughs> so you'll hear her say that here. And uh, you're also going to hear about some really cool stuff that that she's doing, like I said, because we a lot of times when women do this work, they go on to do some pretty amazing things with their lives. So let's get started with Eveline's Spotlight. Hi, Eveline. Welcome to your Spotlight. Hi. <laughs> so tell everyone a little bit about who you are, where you live. Yeah, my name is Eveline, and I live in the Netherlands in a small town called Leiden. Yeah, that's about it. Very good. And talk about the frustrations that you had with your body or and or food before we started working together. Yeah, so before we started working together, I I was so frustrated because I was always so obsessed about eating the right things, about not eating the unhealthy food and, you know, really being very angry with myself if I did eat the, the, the wrong foods or the unhealthy foods, such as chocolate too much. I was just so frustrated with always thinking about it, even when I decided to let go of that because of your amazing Facebook group. I actually started this journey like trying it on my own and trying to just allow myself to eat everything. But even even though my behavior had changed, like I was trying to just eat everything, my thoughts and my feelings hadn't changed about food or about my body or about, you know, I was just so scared of gaining weight and getting out of control. It was just like I was literally obsessing about it all of the time. And it was so exhausting. 
Yeah. And I think your, if I recall correctly, like you came, your background or what you had experienced before was you were very much invested in like health. Um, And in case those of you that are listening and not seeing this, we're putting air quotes around (laughs) these words when we talk about health. Um, uh, So you were very much obsessed with with like health. And so you wanted to come out out of that because it had caused, it was causing that frustration and obsession in your life. Exactly, exactly. I was so, I had come from a background of clean eating. Again, I'm, I'm putting air quotes in this way. Well. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> There's nothing really clean about food. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, so I had this really strong sense of what was what were the right foods to eat? What were the wrong foods to eat? I mean, I think a lot of people can relate because the media nowadays, they just, you know, throw it at you all the time. Like sugar is the devil and all those thoughts were just instilled in me. And I was just, yeah, it was really hard for me to let go of those feelings and to let go of those beliefs about food. And also about the perception that being fat is a really terrible thing to, terrible thing to become. And yeah, I was so scared of getting out of control, gaining weight. And yeah, it just actually it made me it's really stopped me from just living my life the way I wanted it to, because I was so thinking about it so much that, yeah, mm-hmm. that was huge frustration for me. Yeah, yeah. And so what prompted you to decide to change? So there was this one night when I had been working out and I, I, I literally caught myself having thought about the question, should I eat ice cream or not for over half an hour, like straight, like with, without any interruptions, just repeating the question over and over again in my mind. And I, I just, you know, becoming a little bit more familiar with your work through your Facebook group and through your, your blog posts, etc., your podcasts, I noticed that that this was going on within me because before I wouldn't even notice that it was something strange or something, you know? Uh, So I was like, whoa, this is really, really eating me up. It's really, you know, consuming me almost. And I went to your Facebook group uh, and I asked advice at all the amazing women who are out there. And I was like, okay, so the question is not just like, should I eat ice cream or not? But it's like so much more and so much deeper. And I got so many wonderful comments of people saying just screw it I I think you're so afraid of you know gaining weight that's probably what's you know what's keeping you obsessed about this question just let go just surrender (laughs) give yourself full permission and I decided then and there to do it however uh, like I said before that was not enough for me I mean it took me another two months to actually decide to get help and coaching from you because yeah it was still something I thought about a lot so now maybe I did have that ice cream or I did have that chocolate or you know I just I tried to give myself permission but in my head it was still like the black and white of the good and the bad food was still there and the black and white about you know good bodies and bad bodies and uh yeah going out of control etc those those anxieties those fears were still there and I really I just really needed help to yeah, to get rid of those and to really, mm-hmm. really, yeah, overcome those. Yeah. And I like, it's so important to recognize that piece that you mentioned about you took half an hour to think about whether you should or shouldn't eat ice cream. Like that's when I talk about, you know, diet culture sucking away our resources, you think about that, that's 
30 minutes of time <laughs> of mental energy that could be either used for just recharging and self-care or something that is going to add fulfillment to your life or something more purposeful. And so we don't even realize, we think that that's normal. And so, um, yeah, I mean, kudos to you for recognizing like, this is not right. <laughs> and I, th this needs to change. Because I think it's, it's so embedded and it's so normalized that we should just be thinking about food all the time and questioning things. And so, yeah. but yeah, I mean, 30 minutes of time, if you think about that, accumulating over our lifetime every day, or multiple times a day, it's like, how much time are we taking away from from really living. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that in. Um, <laughs> but uh, talk to me a little bit about what some of the stepping stones were that helped you along the way. So there were so many things there in your program and your coaching that really helped me. So the first really big one for me was in our, our literally our first conversation, you gave me full permission. Something that I had already, you know, read in your blog posts or you know, heard people or read people uh, talk about that. But just hearing it from you to me was so so profound, and so I just really needed to hear that. I mean, it sounds I get a little bit emotional even talking about it now because it's so. It's a whole different world if someone actually, you know, takes the time to listen to your story and then says, Evelyn, you have full permission to eat anything you want, everything you want, whenever you want it. And yeah, I mean, it's it's about so much more than food, obviously, but it, I, I really needed that. I really needed to hear that. And just also you really, how do you say that? You really reassured me that this is a journey that you have been guiding so many women in and I was like, yeah, but for me, maybe it's going to be different. You know, I'm going to be the one that's going to get out of control and I'm going to be the one that's going to get diseases and going to get unhealthy by just eating everything I want. I was just so afraid, not trusting myself, not trusting my body and you reassuring me that, yes, you can trust yourself and this will take a little bit of time, but you will absolutely get to the other side. It's just, yeah, that's like... The, the best thing in the world. So that's good. That was really like the first conversation, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It was like there was so much more in the program and in your coaching. Like also really important to me was buy bigger clothes. Also it sounds so simple. It sounds so like it's not even about that. It's about so much more and emotional stuff. And we go through so much in the program. But sometimes these simple pragmatic things are the things that you really need to actually be able to make room for those emotional layers that you go into in the program so buy bigger clothes so that you know when I noticed that I was gaining weight and I I just kept getting reminded of that and kept you know getting thrown back into oh my god this is so bad no buy bigger clothes that's what you told me buy bigger clothes and just I just allowed my body to be. That was also a huge step. I don't know. I just I can keep on going. I have another one, which is, yeah, just being in the group and also just seeing so many stories, hearing so many stories from so many different people and also your advice on submerging yourself. I don't know if that's the correct term in images of bodies of women who are larger than my own body, which is something you don't see very often in the regular media. It's something that has helped me as well. Like, seeing the beauty in all different kinds of shapes, colors, whatever, backgrounds, just, yeah, that's helped me as well. So, yeah, and so much more, but these are just birds that come to mind. Yeah, I know, and it's those little things that, 
make a big impact. Like that, those are, you know, steps that I talk about all the time. They're in every single program that I run, you know, I, and I think that they do tend to make a huge, a huge difference. And what they allow you to do, like you said, is then do the deeper emotional stuff that has to be done to really change your beliefs and unpack, you know, what, where this stuff came from for you and like, what's, what's going to make you feel more confident in, in yourself now that you're not thinking about your body so much anymore. So the stuff about the the clothes and the social media, I think they really help you to just not think about your body so much anymore. And then you're able to kind of go into the deeper stuff and really, you know, build up self-worth and, you know, uh, rid yourself of like so much perfectionism and black and white thinking and like all that other stuff that comes into play. Exactly. And I just want to add one more thing that was so helpful for me because Something that was really hard for me as well, what I kept struggling with was I know that a couple of people in my environment weren't immediately on board with this uh, new journey. So, for example, my boyfriend is a very rational person, a very, you know, he, he kind of believed in the health, healthy, unhealthy paradigm I was so invested in to a much more normal and sane degree, by the way. He, he did not have any eating problems or anything like that. But I really noticed that this was something that was holding me back in the beginning of my journey because I was so afraid of what he was going to say. And maybe he was right, you know, it was something like, oh, is he right? Maybe he's gonna, or, or, or will he accept me if I do cho choose to go on this journey? How do I get, how do I get him on track as well? Because we were fighting actually in the beginning. And um, your advice also really helped me in that department to really talk to him, to re really be able to explain what this meant to me, this journey, what I wanted to get out of it. That was also a huge step because from the moment that he actually got it, it became so much easier to just follow the steps and get into the deeper emotional work. And I felt more supported instead of, you know, being held back by him, which yeah. is also so, so important. Yes, yeah. yes. Navigating those discussions is so important. So you were always so good about taking whatever we talked about and then putting it into action. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> yes, you're a good student. <laughs> Which I know can work to your detriment too. Because <laughs> it's like we're high achievers. But, <laughs> but it's not it, always it worked really well in this program. <laughs> so uh, were there any highlight moments for you that that you can recall that I don't know, you did things differently or that really stood out for you? Well, like so many and like so many that right now already feel like the new normal for such a long time. But I distinctly remember wearing shorts for the first time. Just, you know, I wanted to say without caring. It's not exactly true because I did care, but I did it anyway. And I felt like, yeah, you know, I don't like the way my legs look, but it's okay. You know, I'm okay. I can just be here in this hot weather and wear my shorts and it's okay. I... I get to do this. That was wonderful. Also, a lot of moments where like co-workers would, how do you say that, celebrate their birthdays and bring treats to the office. And this would always be such a um, distraction for me in, during meetings because I would be um, going over and over in my mind, like, should I eat it? I want to eat it. But, you know, should I? Because it's really bad and <laughs> all that bullshit. Something I noticed got so much easier. Like, for example, uh, one time someone brought chocolate donuts, which is something I really like. And I actually remember thinking like after the meeting, like, oh, wow, I didn't even think about it. Like for the first half hour, 
I wasn't really feeling it, so I didn't have one. And then I really wanted one, and I had one, and that was it. And I didn't give another thought about it. You know, it was just I was in the meeting, actually, you know, engaging with my coworkers instead of obsessing about should I have that chocolate donut or not. So, so many more moments, but these are two that really uh, stand out to me. That's so yeah. cool. That's so good. And I know, like, you've been doing just some work with with like helping others with with their own yeah. perfectionism and, and body positivity as well do you are you okay to just talk about the talk you did because I know you did a talk like you put yourself out there and you did a talk and yeah yeah I would love yeah. you to share that definitely so one of the things that really like is so huge for me in having completed this program and this coaching and is that like we, we discussed before, it, it freed up so much of my mental space to actually start doing the things I really wanted to do. Turns out, I don't think food is that interesting as I thought it was. I don't, I don't give a rat's ass about food. I'm <laughs> curse, but so I don't give a damn about that. What I do give a damn about is helping other women feel great, just like you do every day. I mean, such an inspiration. And I actually at one point had a talk at the plus size store about accepting yourself being okay in your body it was just so great and after that I've actually also started my own coaching business or I had already started it but picked it up at a new level and right now I'm just helping women overcome their perfectionism not necessarily only related to body image but just in a, in a much broader sense but it's like the work that lights up my soul every day and I'm so grateful to be able to have that mental space there to just do this work and yeah I can just oh, I want everyone to experience that same thing because just the best so amazing and I feel like that's what it's all about when I was I was talking about this with somebody recently about you know doing this work really puts you in a position to make an impact on the culture and you know it doesn't have to be through coaching it can just be through, um, you know, whether you're just a better role model to somebody else in your life or your kids or you um, have time so you go and volunteer somewhere, which I know people I've worked with before have, have done. It just allows you to, like you said, like find something that really feeds your soul, that really fires you up, that gives you just uh, uh, that sense of, of purpose and meaning. And I think it's that's what's so amazing about it. that's what I love the most about this when things come full circle I think it's like the gravy is being able to sit in the meeting and not think about the donut but the real like the real thing that I love seeing is when there's like this impact left on the world in some way shape or form it doesn't have to be you know anything hugely profound like I I said you know it doesn't have to mean you go and like work in an ashram or anything like that but it's just like you know doing little things it starts to make a difference so I just wanted to reiterate that again because I, I love hearing that so I'm so so happy for you also something that is not even related to like work or or something like that but just I think this is something I've heard from a lot of the women in your programs, which is our partners, our friends, our family generally say after this program, like we're so much nicer to be around and, and not to say that, oh, women should be nicer. I'm not saying that at all, yeah. but like we become a little bit, you know, more okay with ourselves, a little bit more relaxed. And that actually makes us more fun to be around and also more forgiving and accepting towards others, which is 
just yeah also what the world really needs I think yeah yeah that's so true that's such a good point too so how does this feel for you how does it feel to be living your life now it actually feels fucking great (laughs) (laughs) any other way just uh, I mean it's not like I live a fairy tale life obviously because we all know that's not something that's really a thing but I'm just so thankful that I get to actually listen to myself listen to what I want to do listen to what I want to mean in the world or just add to the world without being distracted with all that stuff about body image or about food or about all those things that really just don't make anyone a better person or happier it's just yeah I'm so thankful yeah good how do you feel in your body now I feel good in my body. I feel okay. I don't think that I ever felt, well, not ever, but I wasn't in a place where I felt horrible in my body per se. I was just so anxious and so scared that my body would get out of control or just yeah. I would get weight endlessly, endlessly. And I was so, so I was maybe okay-ish with where I was at that point, but I was always scared that I was going to get bigger. Um, and right now I'm like, besides the fact that bigger is not you know, it's not worse. It's just bigger. That's something that's a huge relief. And also I'm like, it's okay. You know, my body is going where it wants to go. It's okay. I'm just, it's fine. I'm here. That's, that's what, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, cause before it was like conditional, right? When you, it was conditional. It was like, oh, if it changes, then like every, my life is going to be horrible. And so, yeah, getting to a point where it's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's honestly the best thing I could ever ask for with people. It's just like, this is what it is. <laughs> and I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So good. Uh, what's, uh, do you have a piece of advice for people listening? Well, definitely all the things that I learned. So really trust yourself. Really just go for it. Go for that thing that you know you want to do. Go for the dream that you want to go after and if it takes some help, please get the help because I know I sure needed it. And I, I wasn't able to, you know, do this all on my own. And we're all here for you, you know, just reach out, maybe join the program. I know it sure it helped me so, so much to just not have to do it all on my own. Just be guided and be coached all the way through. Just, yeah, if that's something that other women can do as well and need it, I just highly recommend it. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else you want to add? No, just thank you. I'm just I'm so happy I got to know you somewhere. <laughs> I wanted to add just, yeah, you, you have no idea. I think you do have an idea, but you have no idea <laughs> what just your presence in the world and in my world has, has meant to me. And yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, your presence in this world means so much to me. The fact that you trusted me and yeah, and 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 decided to, you know, seek out my my help. You know, working with you was always such a pleasure. You were oh, you were always just there and shared whatever was going on and then took whatever came out of our time together, put it into action and progressively worked at this. So, you know, you you are just such a wonderful person. You have so many gifts to give. And, you know, I see you just like doing well in all these different areas of your life and following your dreams. And I think it's just, it's amazing. So thank you. 
Thanks. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was amazing to catch up and, and just, you know, recount all of the memories that we had together. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Rock on. Next up, we have Lori, who has a really beautiful story to tell. She had her son and she thought to herself, he is a miracle and I love him so much regardless of how he looks or what he achieves. And in that moment, she thought, if I can feel this way about him, we all deserve to feel this way about ourselves. You're going to hear her tell this that story in the spotlight. And that was really the catalyst for her to want to change and to cultivate a sense of worthiness and just knowing that she is lovable for who she is within herself. And yeah, Lori's such a beautiful soul. I think you're going to love her. So without further ado, this is Lori's Spotlight. Hi, Lori. Welcome to your spotlight. Hi, Summer. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be doing this and happy to support the program. I'm so happy to have you here. It's so lovely. You have such a beautiful room behind you, too, by the way. (laughs) It's so cozy and beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, and it's getting cold here now. It feels like autumn's coming. Yeah, I know, I know. So we'll tell everybody a little bit about who you are, where you live. Yeah, I'm Laurie. I live in Norwich in England, and I am a Qigong instructor, which is, you've probably heard of Tai Chi. So if you haven't heard of Qigong, just think Tai Chi, but without the martial element, just well-being. <laughs> nice. I love it. And you're a mom, too. Yeah, I've got a five-year-old son, and uh, I also have a stepdaughter and set stepson um from my my uh, my husband and uh they live with us sometimes it's always so great when they're here life is good <laughs> nice good so why don't you tell everyone a little bit about how you were feeling in your body or about your body before we started working together yeah so for me it was really i think i realized it was a bit deeper there's a deeper issue than my body before we started working together but I really wanted as well for my body to not be a problem for me, to not feel ashamed of my my body and, you know, always wanting to cover up. I just wanted to not care. But I'd really learned from a very young age that appearance really did matter. Or that's what I thought. That's what I learned as a child. And uh, it kind of shaped my life for 30 years where I just was completely convinced that if I just looked right... I would be confident and everything else would just just follow. And I really, I kind of discovered in those 30 years that that wasn't the case because I did manage, I thought I could control my weight. Can't really control what you look like, but yes, you can control your weight. So I really focused on that with dieting and I just, I just tried everything. And, um, you know, where it led me was just this horrible place of starving, binging, and compensating mm-hmm. and uh, you know I was really quite quite ill with it and nobody really nobody knew because I didn't look like I was ill or that I wasn't eating enough but actually I really looking back it was just ridiculous um, how much I was taken in probably less than a child and really pushing myself with exercise as well and you know this really does affect your health and your mental well-being as well so you know that I realize now, and I, I realized some time ago, dieting, restricting just isn't, you know, changing your appearance is not the answer. 
So I was looking for something else. And I came across uh, body positivity and, um, and you and quite a few other coaches. And I just really got something from you that I, I really felt I needed that was going to help me to, to break away from the idea that I needed to change this because it was still in there. And I, I, I stopped dieting like five years ago and restricting. And I thought, yeah, this is great. Um, I'm doing mindful eating. It's fantastic. But every time something came up where I had to put myself on the line, I would just have this urge to either restrict or binge. And I thought, I don't understand what's going on here. I don't understand what's, what's wrong with me that I feel this, I still feel driven that this could be a solution when I know it's not. So I, I needed to do something else. I needed to find something else to, to help me get through it. And how, how did you want to feel? Like before we started, what did you feel was missing? Or like, how did you want to feel? Yeah, I wanted to feel like I was enough. I wanted to feel like, so I had my son and I looked at him and I just thought, this is a miracle. I love him so much. I don't care what he looks like. I don't actually really care much what he achieves in his life. I just love him. And then I just, I just had this idea that if I wanted him to do that, I should be able to do that for myself. Yes. I should be yes. able to role model that to him. But also I felt really deeply but actually everyone deserves to feel that way about themselves. Somehow I've ended up in this place where I, I don't value my values. Actually, I don't even know what my values are because I've spent all my life too scared to have an opinion, too scared to put myself out there on the line where I might be judged or rejected. I don't know who I, I don't really know who I, who I am. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense to me. Because I, I think that's exactly what I see in people. I don't know if everyone identifies with it from that start, but that's that's exactly it, is that you know our identity gets really tied up in our body or a quest to lose weight and um, or food or fitness or whatever it is. And yeah, we, lo we lose, not, not for everybody, but for a lot of people, we lose touch or we don't even know you know who who we are, what we what really fulfills us. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you saying that about your son. Like, I remember that in one of the calls, I think, where you use that. You were just like, I look at my son and he, you know, I just think he's, he's, I love him regardless. And I well, think we all deserve that. And I remember I get goosebumps because it was such a beautiful statement. It's such a good way of, it's exactly oh. right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But it was, and it was just, I just didn't know how to do it. Mm. So I knew what I wanted and I knew that it was the answer but I didn't know how to get there. And uh, I, I really believe that, you know, I, this was five years ago and I was just on this journey of wanting to heal <laughs> and wanting to give myself permission and to understand that my worthiness wasn't actually conditional on anything, not what I look like or my achievements or anything. And neither was my son. And uh, so, and it got me to you. And I'm so, so grateful for that because I've got what I wanted. Or I'm certainly on the way. I mean, sure, I also thought, wouldn't it be great if I just didn't feel ashamed of my naked body? Mm -hmm. That would be great too. <laughs> I didn't think that was likely, but 
I wanted I, want, I thought that would be great that would be amazing I couldn't see I couldn't see it as a possibility but I didn't see that as the thing that I needed the most if you know what I mean I thought I can be neutral about my body it doesn't but it's it's this other thing this idea of worthiness yeah how to how to get it <laughs> yeah amazing yeah amazing so what were some of the things that helped you along the way the program is amazing and the way that you've set it up I just think almost everyone I know could benefit from doing it you get this amazing sense of support and you feel safe to open up and be really vulnerable in this amazing community of other women who have their own stories but are going through the same thing so they really understand you you know they really really get it and uh, not many people in my life even if I see I look at them and I think I think I think I know what you're going through and you could really do with this but they they don't seem to realize it themselves so it's hard to have meaningful conversations with uh, with people but in the group the, the community that you created the support the acceptance the advice is amazing but then from the program itself that weekly the weekly um, missions that we had to do and the way that you in the coaching calls kind of challenge but in a soft way but you do you you make us go where we need to go mm-hmm. so having that that setup where you've got a mission to work through and then you can feed that into the coaching call and uh, obviously you pick up on, on what it is that you know the difficult question that you have to ask yourself yes <laughs> yourself there and when you do and when you say it out loud and you hear yourself saying it out loud you just think oh wow I remember a specific coaching call where I was having a really bad night and it was the school holidays and my husband was away and I was trying to do because I'm self-employed and I was, I was like putting so much pressure on myself to be the perfect mum, but to get the work done. And I was going to have these days of fun and meaningful stuff with my son. And then in the night I was going to crack on with work and it just didn't have it happen. I didn't have that in me in the evenings. And on this one evening where luckily it was the coaching call and I was just there thinking, I was feeling like I wanted to stuff my face. <laughs> Is that okay to say that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I knew that's not going to fix it. But I just had this agitation and this horrible feeling that was so familiar to me. And it just so happened it was the coaching call. And you said to me, don't be a bad boss. <laughs> and you'd, you'd said that you'd had to say that to yourself. And, and I just realized I was being so hard on myself. And I hadn't realized, I hadn't realized that I was making unreasonable demands on myself but in the coaching call it became so obvious to me that 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 was what was happening and and that just opened up that way of looking at the whole of my life making unreasonable demands on myself in the whole of my life so yeah and the visualizations I loved doing those I wanted to say the visualizations are so moving and really take you to such a a, they can take you to a beautiful place where you start to build real self-compassion Nice. Which is so essential for growth. It really is. So I loved those. And so, and, uh, yeah. so go ahead. <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> the doppelganger, realizing that that voice, where that voice was coming from, was actually a place where we wanted to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. It started to make so much sense looking back over um, my, my history and all the things that had hurt me so deeply and shaped how I was to live my life the next 35 years so 
Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. That's so amazing to hear. I remember that conversation about the bad boss because because well, I you know your doppelganger is you're like your inner critic, and I just I noticed it. I was like, who's you? You have a real you have a real terrible boss. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know that opened up a lot for that created the big change for you because I remember the next week and that, that yeah that was just one of those moments that it was like one sentence and you just totally shifted and you were like oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I we're still doing it so um, having the support having the having someone on the outside looking in is actually prepared to say it, that's really valuable. There's so much, there's so much connecting with your values and understanding that, okay, if your values aren't the values which are going to be validated by our society that we live in, that's really tough. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that they're not valuable. That doesn't mean that you have to abandon them. Because if you abandon them and try to fit in, and meet some ideal that doesn't resonate with you, then you're just empty. Yeah. From yeah. where so many problems stem, that, em that emptiness. So Beautifully said. I learned, I learned a lot. Beautifully yeah. said. So do you remember anything that you did that was like a highlight moment for you? Yeah. It, I mean, uh, that coaching call was probably the real, like, punch you in the face. But I do also want to mention about some things which I've done, which are actually all about appearance. And it's from the perspective of having confidence in just showing up without the mask, without the makeup, without covering up. Because for me, it was really important to, do, to actually do that and to go on the school run without makeup on and just look people in the eyes like this is me and it's okay mm -hmm. that actually turned out to be quite confidence building for me so yeah and going on the beach I mean I had a real I was really ashamed of how I felt that my husband's ex-wife is a very fit very attractive very sporty and uh, I was really worried about going on the beach in my swimsuit with my step stepchildren because of the judgment because of the comparison and I just had to you said to me you don't get confident by thinking I want to be confident you get confident by doing the thing that is the thing you don't want to do mm -hmm. and I just kept thinking that and now it's just not a problem to me because it's that whole thing of if people were judging you it says so much more about them mm -hmm. because I'm not judging anyone on what they look like. And I think that's the right way to be. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I can't, it doesn't follow that I allow the fear of people judging me on what I look like to affect me because it's not, it actually isn't important to me. It's just something that I learned a long time ago was important. And it turns out that it, it's not, it's not important. So, so good. So good. And how did that feel? Really uncomfortable. <laughs> At first, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, really uncomfortable and very challenging, but the world didn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> no. Everything still carried on the same. People didn't go, <gasps> <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> nothing bad happened. Of course it didn't. 
And then it just felt great. Then it just felt like, I just felt like I was opening up and being real as well, not hiding anything because there's nothing to hide. So I just felt, I felt liberated from years of, um, you know, feeling inadequate. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And so how does it feel for you now? It feels like I'm on, it feels like I'm unstoppable and on a journey where there are limitless possibilities of what I am going to do in my life and nothing is going to hold me back. Nothing is going to hold me back anymore. So, and I really do have you to thank for that. I just found, I just found you at the right time. I wish I found you years ago, but maybe that wasn't the right time for me. So now is the time. And uh, that, that is how I feel. I'm going to do it whatever it is that's so amazing like a hundred percent me I'm gonna have my opinion and that thing about somebody hates you like it's okay it's okay if somebody doesn't agree with me if somebody doesn't like what I have to say if somebody doesn't like me that's okay I like me I'm okay with me and uh, I'm not out to hurt anyone or offend anyone I just want to give myself permission to speak my truth mm-hmm. so beautiful Amazing, amazing. What's your advice for people who are listening? Do the program. You will get so much more out of it than you could ever dream of. Um, At the very least, you're going to get out of it feeling good in your body. But I strongly suspect that you're going to get way, way more out of it than that. And it's going to change your life. And you're never going to look back. That's so great to hear. That's so good to hear. Well, you, I mean, you're wonderful. You, you showed up, you really put yourself into it. And I know I pushed you outside of your comfort zone or you, you pushed yourself outside of your comfort zone with, with my guidance quite a few times. And I think that, you know, that just spoke to the, you know, the courage that you had and the determination that you had to, to really see this through and, and do this for, for yourself. And I think that you're going to be such an amazing role model to, to, you know, your stepkids and your son and also your clients. Cause I know that, you know, you being, an instructor or coach in a different capacity, but still just being able to share that message of, of, you know, of worthiness and you are enough in your work. And I think that you're, you know, you're going to help to change the culture too. So it's just so amazing to uh, see how far you've come and to see how great you've been. I know in the last couple of coaching calls, like you hopped on and you were just like, I'm great. I just wanted to say I'm great. And that was it. <laughs> and it was like, perfect. <laughs> that's, that's like, a, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, and I do, I talk about you all the time to, to everyone who, who I meet and uh, about body positivity. And I started a little body positivity Facebook group in, in Norwich because I'm trying to connect with people nice. who are in that place where they want to move beyond the number on the scale and uh, just inspire them, you know, just inspire them that actually there is a different there is a different way to live your life and it can be so good. And I spoke a lot about the body things I did, but also since then I've gone and spoken in front of people about Qigong and this is something that terrified me and uh, it feels really, really good to step up and talk about the thing that you love and you place value in and brings a lot of joy into your life and just have the courage to do it. And that is something I've done since 
this program too. So it's not just about going on the beach in my bikini and all of that. It's about stuff I've actually done, yeah. which is being true to, to me. Amazing. So. Oh, that's so <laughs> good to hear. You're, I'm so proud of you. You've just been such a gift to me. And I thank you so much for, for being here today and for, and for sharing your story and for, for taking a chance with me and, <laughs> and, and doing this for yourself. I just think it's, it's just so, it's so great to catch up with you. Well, you are a great coach. Thank you. And you give, you give so much. You give so much. I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you. That means the world to me, Lori. Thank you. Well, it's been such a pleasure. Oh, it's great to talk to you. Take care. And I'll still be, I'll st you're not getting rid of me. I'm staying. I know. I know. <laughs> That's great. I know. The community just grows. That's amazing. Rock on. Next up, we have Michelle. And Michelle is almost 50 years old. She's a mom. She's a busy professional. And she had done a lot of work around food before we started working together. But she felt like there was still a wall up and she was putting conditions around when she could live her life. And Michelle was so incredible to work with. She was so wonderful to coach. And she always brought these really amazing perspectives in to help others. And so you're going to hear Michelle tell her story and just about how things have really evolved for her and how she's just focusing on really living her life to the fullest now instead of spending any kind of energy thinking negatively about her body or food. This is Michelle Spotlight. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to your Spotlight. Well, hi, Summer. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Well, I'm glad to, glad to be able to have this opportunity. Good. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about who you are? Yeah. So, um, I am almost 50. I'll be 50 in a month and I'm a mother and I'm a professional and a wife and juggle all these different roles that keep me quite busy. Although my children are getting closer and closer to being grown, but, um, yeah, life is full and blessed. Good. Excellent. And so why don't you talk a little bit about what your frustrations were with your body or food before we started working together? Yeah. And so, you know, it, I'd been working around food and, and had given up dieting, or at least I thought I had, you know, a many, uh, several years ago. And like I said, you know, my life is quite full and I have a lot to be grateful for. And yet there was always this there was just way too much energy that was going towards thinking about my body, thinking about what I'm eating, feeling like I wasn't getting it right. And I had this sense that I, that there was, or at least I hope that there was a path to being more free from that. And, and so it was just kind of getting, you know, even though I had made steps towards realizing that, that dieting wasn't the answer and, um, had been doing a lot of work to, be able to be present in my life. It just, there was still this wall, it felt like many times. And I just wanted to be able to figure out some, some tools or some ways to working with it to, to feel more free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. So how, like, how did you want to feel? Yeah, I think I wanted I had a sense of how much energy was going into this. And I wanted to focus on other things. It felt like, I mean, I, I wasn't in the mindset where, oh, my life is going to be perfect if I lose weight or my body looked like this. 
And yet there was this idea that once I got food kind of under control and once I got, you know, exercise where I was taking care of myself, well, then all of these other things might be possible. And so I don't think I, I really realized it at the time, how much I was doing that. I mean, how much I was kind of putting all these rules about when I could actually have my life. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes that so much of those expectations or conditions, I should say, we've put on ourselves are, are almost like subconscious. And, you know, a lot of that's due to cultural programming. And also just we we're just not aware of it when we're in it. Yeah. And I, I think I wasn't aware of a lot of those, or at least explicitly aware of some of the, the cultural influences and, and how it wasn't just that I, you know, had somehow gone down the wrong path or, or, or gotten my head turned the wrong way at some point, but it's really like culturally and how much, how pervasive it is. And I'd gotten, I started to become more aware during the couple of months before I started with the program and started working with you. And I was listening to podcasts and my eyes were starting to be opened. And that was wonderful. And yet I, there was a level of, of kind of awareness, at least cognitively I was aware. But as far as it being able to really get into me and, and change the way that I was just seeing the world on a regular basis, that was what I wanted to kind of jumpstart. And I wanted to have some support in really moving through that. Mm -hmm. Nice. And what were some of the key stepping stones that helped you along the way? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the work around actually looking at my body, I mean, both, you know, metaphorically and, and really, you know, actually looking at my body and seeing these thoughts that I had about my body and questioning them and doing that part of the work of, of just really, you know, seeing how, how silly or, um, it was in some ways about what was holding me back, you know, the, what I would allow myself to wear and not wear and the, just the worry about what others might think and, and just this whole story that was so embedded. And so that was a piece of it. And that was kind of some of the early, the early parts of really being able to not, you know, and I, and I appreciated the way that you presented it so that there was a, a process to kind of go through and, and not gradual so much as, but it wasn't like being thrown in, in the deep end, so to speak. And where on day one, we were supposed to all strip our clothes and stand in front of the mirror and just scream out, you know, love and for our bodies. It was more like, let's really look at this and let's really understand what's maybe going on about these thoughts that we have about different body parts and our bodies in general. So that was kind of, I think one of the first pieces, but then I feel like what surprised me in a way was how much it became not about the body, you know, not about my body. And it became about my values and where was I holding back in my life? And where was I not letting myself have it all? And so that became like, I don't think I fully knew that that was be part of it, but it was so valuable because, and, and to start to see the relationship between how I'm not making space or allowing myself to have these different parts that I value about a life and how that was causing me to continuously come back to these negative self messages. There was just like whenever something didn't, my life didn't feel right or full, then somehow the story was, it was because my body wasn't right. And I wasn't aware of that. That wasn't, and it, and I started to see it. Like I would wake up and be kind of in a 
you know, a funk or something was going on or some kind of crisis at work. And my mind would go back to that groove of like, oh, you need to change your body. You need to change your body. And it was really, you know, eye opening, but it took that for me to be able to see and it, that it was possible to change that, that message or that groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I, I, I mean, cause that's, it really is so much more than our bodies. And yeah. I think that it's, I, I love it when people make that connection and they start to see that and, and realize that. And because it makes it much easier to interrupt that process when you know that it's not, it's not really about, it's not really about your body in that moment. Yeah. And once I started to see that it was kind of, I don't know, it was just so surprising where to see the, this pattern that would happen in my mind where, you know, I was stressed out about, you know, whatever, had not having nothing to do with my body. And hours before or yesterday, I felt I was feeling really good about my body. And suddenly this thing comes up and my, I'm back to that groove of something's wrong. And I, and the, what the way to fix it is to do something about my body. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like seeing that and seeing that pattern and realizing that it was, it wasn't true, that whatever had happened had nothing to do with my body and my body changing wasn't gonna you know, relieve my, you know, take away whatever crisis or whatever was happening. The awareness, it it made me, it was easier to kind of almost laugh at it, you know, or at least kind of see the, be a little amazed by it and and to see it. And then eventually, you know, it's been a a few months now and I just, it doesn't happen quite like that or or not, certainly not as much. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty aware of it when it does. Good. Excellent. What were some highlight moments for you along the way? Yeah, I think, you know, really being able to, to have a process to look at, you know, what is it that I love to do? You know, what is it that, that fill that I want to fill my life with and seeing, like we were talking about before those conditions that I was putting into place that like, well, I, I can't do that until, you know, until whatever. And realizing that, that it just didn't need to be, you know, that I remember like one of the examples was that I kept saying, I I wanted to go on a beach vacation. And I kept putting off doing that because I didn't want to spend all my time in a swimming suit. And I didn't want to. And so like sometime in the future, I'd either feel more comfortable with it, or my body would look different. And then I would go, you know, on a beach vacation and just seeing that and going, what kind of crazy, you know, in in a loving way, but just seeing that it just didn't, there was no reason for me to hold back and not do that. And I I had a vacation. It wasn't quite a beach vacation, but it was a lake vacation this summer that I spent, you know, 80 or 90% of the two week vacation in my swimming suit. And it was, it was like, it was great. And it was no thing you know, to be just out on the paddleboard, out on the boat, swimming, doing whatever. And, you know, I liked my new swimming suit and it didn't matter. My body hadn't changed and it was fine. And it didn't hold me back from what I wanted to do. And like thinking about family photo photos, like I've been wanting to do a photo shoot of our whole family and kept putting it off. And I feel, you know, I feel kind of sad that I missed you know, a lot of opportunities to have more photos, like professional photos of our whole family, because I didn't want to, I wanted to wait till my body looked differently. And so, so those are kind of big things and just being able to be, and so those were things along the way. And then towards the end, just being able to to see in that short amount of time, how much more free I felt just being able to, to have let go of these of these rules that I had for myself, you know, and be able to, 
to dance around my kitchen or say what I thought. I mean, so it wasn't, that's the part that kind of went beyond the body part that I felt like I could, you know, I'm, a, I'm an almost 50 year old woman and I, I'm free and I didn't see it. You know, I can, I can tell people what I really think and I can ask for what I really want and I can go do the things I really want. And I have immense privilege and I wasn't letting myself really have a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I remember the vaca- the trip that you went on and you see so you came back and you were like, and I was in my bathing suit the whole time and it was no big deal. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I thought that was so great. And I think, I feel like it was you who had said that you were always the, were you always the photographer for your family? But then because you were always the photographer, that meant like you weren't always in the, pi- you weren't in the pictures very much. So yeah, yeah, I remember I remember that. And so it's so great to hear. So did have you been in more pictures then? I've been in more pictures. I still you know, it um I still wanna do a family photo shoot. Yeah. And the the thing that's been, you know, is is just busyness and summer vacation. But I, I do wanna have an actual, you know, professional photography and you know, we we had it done and that's you know, I had one done Oh, maybe like seven years ago. And it was just for the kids, you know, so that like I wasn't in it. And so it's just all of those little ways that I tried to just believe that, you know, there was going to be something better. Like it was like what I was waiting for. Yeah. Like, like I'm not, you know, I was waiting for this thing that just wasn't ever going to happen. Yeah. You know, and I think a big part too, you know, being that this is the year that I turned 50, that there's just this reality that, that I'm, I, as well as all of us are aging and our bodies aren't going to stay the same. And they're not gonna, I'm not going to have a 20 year old or 30 year old or even 40 year old body. And, and I'm on this and I'm grateful that I have life and that I'm, I have the gift of being able to get older. And, and so it, it also feels like the work that we did is helping me to accept that part you know, that, that I, you know, my, my body is going to continue to change my hair, my face. And that's just is, it just is the way it is. And trying to pretend that it's not, or trying to have it be that that's some bad or big thing or bigger than it is just doesn't serve me of, of wanting to be able to, to be alive and enjoy, enjoy the way my body feels, enjoy this life. And so that feels that feels like there was just, I kept realizing that throughout. There wasn't like a moment or a certain thing, but I kept being able to see these ideas I had about my body and how I wanted it to be. And these ideas of, of regret almost for having not attained it earlier. And, and there's just being able to see that it just was a, it was a cultural thing. And it was also just a fallacy that I was going to be to trick aging and that I was going to be able to, you know, all of that stuff. And so that feels like it was a gift too, because that's just something, you know, I'm, I'm going to hopefully my fingers crossed have many more years and my body's going to continue to change and all of it will. So to be able to not be afraid of that feels like a really huge gift. Yeah, that's huge. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you talked about the aging piece. Cause I think that that is, you know, I don't, and I don't, I think anywhere 40 onwards, you start to get that sense that like, well, you should be, you should hide or you should be invisible or you should do whatever you can to try and stop the aging process. And so I think, you know, hearing about how you've been able to accept and embrace and just be be, appreciate where you are and accept that things are going to keep changing. That's huge. That's so, that's so good. We need, we need more age positivity in this world. 
Yes. Good. Yes. So how does this all feel for you? You know, I feel like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't sure signing up, you know, what, you never know what the whole, what the whole thing's going to be like, or what you're kind of jumping into. And, but there was this desire to kind of, to, to be able to, I don't know, just find a way through. I mean, I, I believe that there was a different way of being. And so, you know, once I was in it, just feeling so grateful that I'd taken kind of the plunge. And even though not knowing what exactly it was going to be or what the experience was going to be, and I didn't find it, you know, I asked, I had a friend who had gone through and worked with you before. And so I asked her and, and, and she said that it was great and that you were great. And, and she said that it was, you know, that there was a fair amount of work involved. And so I was a bit, you know, having, being busy, I was a bit nervous about that part, but it didn't, you know, it was actually, you know, I felt the commitment and I think I felt or started to see early on the, the, um, how it was helping me. Mm-hmm. And so then the desire to just keep putting the time into it and really doing the exercises and staying on top of it, not, like not letting it get away from me as far as getting kind of behind. And I'll also say though, that you were really gracious throughout that you never, everybody is where they are and that there is no kind of feeling of that you were supposed to be working harder or showing up more or anything like that. It was really an acceptance of that all of us were exactly where we needed to be and it was going to come, you know, and we were going to find the time when we did. But, but I have to say that it, I feel like I got everything I put into it more, you know, in exponentially more back. And so I just feel a lot of gratitude. And I have to say, you know, I was spending a lot of time, not only with the work with you and with the program, but I was spending a lot of time reading other kind of body positivity books and intuitive eating and listening to podcasts. And that was another moment, you know, towards the end where I was having the sense that I needed to kind of take a break from a lot that I really needed to go and pursue all these other things that I love and that are interesting to me. And we talked about it and it was this idea not to feel like guilty that I was like not spending enough time, but that that was where I was. And I had reached the point where it had sunken in so much that, yeah, I could go back to the other podcasts I liked and I could read other things and I could go paint. And, and it just, it's amazing to me how much transformation there was in such a short time. Amazing. That's so good yeah. to hear. Yeah. I love it. I love kicking people out of the nest. <laughs> I think sometimes people feel guilty, but I'm like, I don't want you having to be into this stuff forever. Like, I think it's really important to, you know, come away with a sense of wanting to fight for justice and equality on a, you know, on a, on a broader level in the world. But I I don't, you know, on an individual level, you know, the, the work should be, should be done. And then it's like, you've got all these other things that you, that I want you to be doing with your time and not, not spending time staying in the body image bubble. Like it's get out of the nest. So I love, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love telling people that too. <laughs> like when they say, Oh, I don't, yeah. I'm not listening to your podcast. I'm like, good, good. <laughs> if you don't need it, don't listen to it. <laughs> It'll still be here if you need a refresher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I right. like that practical aspect to it, that this was something, it wasn't something that like I have to now do for the rest of my life. And you know, I should spend five hours a week doing that. I mean, it really, that's the part that surprises me so much that how much change there was in the way that I see myself and the way that I see the world, the way that I'm 
just living in, in a relatively, you know, short period of time. Amazing. How do you see yourself now? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm imperfect. You know, I have my, the things that get me, you know, irritated. And then I, I have the things that I can look out and see a beautiful day and be amazed. And I'm just, I'm a normal, whatever that means, um, (laughs) imperfect woman who has all kinds of things that I am excited about. And I, I oftentimes overwhelmed and it's just, it's, you know, it's hard to, it's this, it's, it's real. I mean, it feels like, you know, I'm, it's, uh, the thing that's shifted, the things that's different is just not having all of those, you know, thoughts about, about it being all about my body and that that was what was, and if that only changed either the thoughts about it or my body actually changing, then everything else would fall into place. And, you know, to now see that as an illusion. I mean, my life is still very messy in a good way. And there's all kinds of of the regular ups and downs and struggles. And it is what it is. And it's not about how I look. It's not about, you know, my body. And there's a lot of freedom in that. Yeah, amazing. So good. What is your advice to others who are listening? The change is possible. And I think that change is possible even on a, a slower process, but I'm grateful that I kind of got the, I don't know if I'd call it supercharged, but it, it had, I feel like I leapfrogged. I mean, I feel like I was able to do the work through this program with you and really be thinking about these things and answering questions and doing the work to, to move through it in a more graceful kind of expedient way. And so I, I really, but the main message, I think that change is possible because I think we oftentimes, especially if we've been doing something for a long time and I felt like I'd done this work for a long time and I'd spent a lot of time doing it. And I think there was a part of me that didn't believe I could really change Mm. that, that the, the, all these repetitive kind of thoughts that I just didn't believe it was possible. And it is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, and I, and so it makes it kind of exciting to, to wonder what other changes are ahead. Good. Yeah, that's so great. Well, thank you so much. It's been, you, you, I mean, you're wonderful to work with. You're, you're such a pleasure to, to coach and you always have really, you always offered really amazing perspectives to help others too. And I thought that that was, that was always something really special that you brought was just, uh, you, you have, you have a lot of wisdom and perspective that you were able to help me then help others even even more like you're you're a great teacher I don't know if you realize that but you are <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah, I didn't really, you know I didn't mention about the the community and the the coaching I mean that was the you know the community was a, a really great thing to be able to have these other women who are in similar but different and to have a place where you're sharing and also the coaching was just about you know I I, I missed it when it was over in the mm. fact that it was just to be able to have somebody that that's helping you think about where you are and, and what you're trying to do, not just about your body, but just because it's all interrelated. I mean, that was the part that was great to, to really realize is that this was not about simply, I mean, it's about my body, but it's not about my body. And so, so both of those things, I don't think I fully knew what what great assets they would be, you know, the, the coaching with you as well as the community. Amazing. Yeah. So good. Well, it's been such a pleasure. You are wonderful. I know that you're going to keep having just great 
freedom in your life and you'll be such you are, you are such a great role model to your kids and will continue to be so so I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share your story today well thank you summer it was a pleasure rock on michelle last up we have whitney and Whitney had finished treatment for an eating disorder and was several months recovered. And she came to me because she had done so much work on and she had fully recovered from her eating disorder, but she was still feeling uncomfortable in her body and was spending a lot of mental energy fixating on the way that she looked. She speaks candidly about some of the ups and downs of her process in the spotlight, which I love because I would never want you to think that it's just up, 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 and every day gets better and you start to feel amazing right from the get-go. She talks about how it wasn't an instant gratification process, but she's doing so well now and recently posted in our Facebook group that... I'm just letting everyone know that I'm doing fucking fabulous and have been out living my life. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm always really pleased to see that from people. This is Whitney's Spotlight. Hi, Whitney. Welcome to your Spotlight. Hey, Summer. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I'm excited. Good. I would love to start out by you telling everyone just a little bit about who you are. Okay. My name is Whitney. I am 27 and I'm a graduate student currently studying speech language pathology. I live in Durham, North Carolina, which is where uh, Duke University or UNC University are. And I just got married a year ago. And yeah, I did Rock Your Body uh, this past round in the spring. So yeah, and it's now going to be called You on Fire. I don't know if you knew that. Ooh, now you know. I did not. The more you know. Okay, cool. Well, um, <laughs> let's <laughs> well let's backtrack and talk about before we started working together. What frustrations did you have with your body before we started working together? So lots of frustrations. I mean, I had a DSM five eating disorder um, prior to coming to Rock Your Body, but since I was a young teenager, I just I didn't like my body. Um, I think it all started with, you know, being bullied for being fat or chubby, you know, really, really young. And that kind of stuck with me for years and years and years and figured out that I could control my weight for a little bit until I couldn't anymore. But basically, it just got me into this downward spiral throughout high school, college and beyond. And when So I got diagnosed with bulimia. Um, It got really, really bad. And I ended up going to eating disorder treatment about a year and a half ago um, in North Carolina at Carolina House and um, was there, went through outpatient, inpatient um, until, you know, I was back into real life. They, They did this kind of program where they step you down levels of care. And then finally, I was just out seeing a dietitian, um, seeing a therapist. And I think I came to you about, I want to say six months after I was completely done with treatment. Um, And I had been listening to your podcast for a couple of years, actually, before that. And just my frustrations, I mean, I had gotten all over or over all of my eating disorder behaviors. I wasn't actively using them. I did have a couple of relapse um, here and there, but for the most part, I, I was pretty much enjoying food freedom. Um, but I, the last piece was really body image for me. Um, I still didn't have a very good body image 
I uh, hated certain parts of my body. I still had a lot of concerns about that. And I didn't really feel like I was living a free and fulfilling life, which was sort of the promise of treatment and that journey. And so um, I heard, you know, I actually heard some spotlights from your previous Rock Your Body programs. And I just kept hearing it. And I just kept getting this tug. Um, and I finally signed up like last minute and did it and hopped on and a lot has changed. Yeah, that's awesome. So what do you feel really helped you along the way? Oh, man, the module work, of course. Um, I really liked how it was super organized and kind of helped me get all of the feelings and ideas up in my head out on paper or on the computer, I guess. But Facebook groups helped me a lot in terms of support. I could just kind of spill my guts in there whenever I was having a bad day or something happened. Um, and I just kind of need to get it out in the open for with people that understood me. I think kind of the most helpful things were getting rid of a lot of the old clothes in my closet that I'd just been hanging on to since like adolescence. I don't even know why I held on to some of these things. Like they weren't even in style anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely cleaning out my Facebook feed which were all of your suggestions. And they seem so simple, but I just never really wanted to take the time. Like, I think it took me hours to go through all my Facebook, all the things that I liked, all the people I was following. I even defriended, I think, like half of my friend base, just because there were a lot of people that triggered me or just, you know, I didn't get good vibes when I saw, you know, notifications from them pop up. Um, So that was really helpful. And then, um, the last thing, the really, I forgot to mention this. I had pretty extreme fat phobia when I first started the program. I didn't want to have it, but I did. That's just like what I was conditioned. Yeah. My whole life. And you really helped me work through that. Um, I ended up starting to follow a lot of uh, body liberation, body positive people on Instagram, on Facebook. I've been listening to a ton, tons of podcasts and people that you've recommended um, and read blogs and all of that sort of slowly chipped away. And I, I would say that I'm definitely um, an advocate for fat acceptance now. And yeah, I've really changed in that regard, which has been huge. That's so good. And I, I know you mentioned those steps that I kind of like talk about pretty freely. Like it's not like that's like a hidden secret that I tell people to get rid of clothes or, you know, change up their social media feed. But it really is like the foundational stuff that can create an impact for for a much bigger change later on like it's 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 really about kind of breaking free of the stuff that was keeping you held prisoner and I think that those are so those are like some of the key things that get you out of that cage if I were to use kind of that metaphor definitely yeah and so what were some of the specific things that were highlight moments for you Definitely the ones that I've mentioned already, but also just, I remember a couple of times working with you on our coaching calls, which I forgot to mention those too, but the coaching calls were amazing. I was a little bit skeptical at first when you said that the entire group would be listening to our conversations because I knew they were going to get pretty personal and raw um, and intimate, but I loved the fact that they were recorded. I could go back and listen to them. um, And I got so much from other people. And I got feedback from others telling me the same thing. So that was really cool. And it helped you feel more a part of the community and connected. But I remember a couple of times, we sort of were trying to get to the core of 
the problem or why I was having, I think I came in and I was like, yeah, I'm about 90% there. I, all my habits have changed. I'm not dieting. I'm pretty much in with food freedom. I eat what I want, but I'm still holding on to this like 10% of control. And we really worked through it and got to the bottom of it. And it was all about control. And the fact that thinking about my body or how I disliked my body or just being preoccupied with those thoughts were a way for me to mask all my feelings. And I just suppressed my feelings for years and years and years and years that I didn't even know what they felt like anymore. And so kind of uncovering that. um, And I think it was kind of like a meditation activity we kind of did together. I remember I was in my backyard laying in my beach chair, reclined, and got me to sit down. And we just kind of went through some imagery and asked me, you know, how I felt my body, like even from, you know, like an organ level or Mm -hmm. um, a physiological level. And all of that was just, I guess maybe I didn't really realize it at the moment, but it kind of got me, you know, starting to feel feelings again, which is crazy because that's not what I sought out to do with this program. I didn't think it was going to make me feel feelings again. Um, so that was really cool. And then the other thing, let me stop you right there for a second. So what's that impact been on you? Like, what's the impact been that you now that you can do that or that, that we facilitated that? How's that helped you? Yeah, that's a really good question to kind of put it into a tangible way. I just, I've realized, I mean, I'm not like this walking emotional mess now or anything like that. Not that but there's I anything wrong I, with that if you were, but yeah, of <laughs> so, course, yeah. yeah. But I have really just learned to sort of catch myself when um, I realize that my attention is starting to divert to something like a negative coping behavior, or just my thoughts are going into the body hate kind of rabbit hole, and I can catch myself now and you know kind of tell myself in my head that you're doing this because you don't want to feel what's going on. Like I I literally tell myself to pause. I don't say all this out loud, even though it could be helpful, I'm sure. Um, And I just kind of sit with it and I take some breaths or I pray or I do something else to kind of stir it up. And I realize that, you know, after like 30 seconds or a minute or whatever it is, the feelings are felt out. Everything's gone. I move on with my life. And it's, it, again, it seems so simple and like, I, I just, I don't know, I, I wasn't able to make those pauses before um, mm-hmm. because I was so afraid of what was going to happen. And I realized that there was really nothing, like there isn't anything to be afraid of when it comes to feelings. They're just feelings. And you said to me, I think it was, I don't remember the exact statistic, but your feelings, you only feel them for, you know, 90 seconds or something like that. And then you move on. And I finally just gave into that, like I submitted to that idea and Um, Now I don't get myself into a spiral, which turns into hours or days or just self-loathing anymore, which is really cool. That's awesome. Well, that's so cool. Good. And then I cut you off. So what was the other thing that you were going to mention? Oh, no, sorry. I was I was on a roll. (laughs) The other thing I was going to mention, I just I also realized that um, in terms of highlight moments, I really enjoyed the value work we did. Um, Just kind of, you know. I feel like this program gives us a chance to rediscover ourselves and figure out what we actually care about or what we actually value in life because dieting and that whole world of, you know, self-consumption with food and body and the media and all of that just like crowded up so much space in our brains. And when we finally work through that stuff, there's like this empty space and 
um, to finally figure out what has always been there was something really cool for me. And I know it sounds kind of elusive, but you know, I've just realized some things that I really like to do again and the values I have, which have been really cool. I think I realized I really valued connection and, you know, all these uh, self-hate thoughts and worries and concerns about my body kind of blocked off connection in my life with my husband, with my family, with my friends. Like, I didn't feel like I had really true authentic relationships because I was always living in this small world I, I kept for myself, which was really just like, this small world of suffering. And once I've sort of, sort of broken, or once I sort of broke some of those chains, it's just my world has gotten so much bigger. So yeah. That's amazing. I love the way you articulated that. That's so I love hearing that. It's so cool to hear how far you've come. Thank you. Yeah, it's been awesome. And I know, I know one of the other things we were chatting about before we started recording was like another moment for you is when we like you were, you wore a bikini. Like that was something that was big for you too. Yes. Yes. Can I, yeah, do you can want to I talk about, about that? that real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like got off on a tangent about like the feelings and, you know, like the, the emotional side of all of this, which is really important, but I did have this whole other side, I guess, fear of my body and people seeing it, the more like physiological part of all of this. I, there were a couple times this summer where I knew I had to go on a trip to be in a bathing suit. And I've just, I mean, I've always been terrified to go on trips where I know I'm going to be in a bikini for a week or, you know, days at a time. And I just build it up into this big, scary thing, just because I'm worried about what people are going to think about me. uh, And it becomes this downward spiral. Um, But I remember we had a one-on-one coaching call a few days before I left for this particular vacation with my family. Um, We went to the beach for a week and I was expressing to you my concerns about having to wear a bikini all week and how like in the past I wanted to cover up or, you know, would sit on the beach the whole time concerned about like my stomach and how it looked in that moment instead of just living in the present. And we just did something kind of cool. I think we ended up being on audio. There's something not working with my video, but thank God, because you made me get in my uh, bathing suit right then and there. I just eaten. Uh, <laughs> I don't I do that for everybody, but <laughs> I knew that. That's what you I needed. just had like a large dinner and I was feeling super self-conscious at the moment, but I listened to you and I jumped in my bikini and I, I think we ended up dancing around singing Bruno Mars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you wanted me to just live in the present and see how it felt to like be happy and not obsessed about how I looked and to remember those feelings. And it stuck with me for sure. I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect and I didn't have any doubts that week, but it sure got me ready for it. And, um, you know, I've had beach trips since then and I have had zero, or as you would say, I've given zero fucks about, getting in a bikini in front of friends or whatever. So, I mean, and just going on another tangent, that's sort of what this program's given me. Um, And I didn't realize it at the time. Like, as I was reflecting, because I knew I was going to be doing this interview, I was trying to think of, you know, moments or, you know, monumental times during the program. And I kind of, it all kind of came down to this one thing where, I realized that at the time when I was going through the module work, a lot of it wasn't making sense to me. I didn't think I was making progress. I thought I was taking steps step backwards. And I remember like 
I had done a lot of, or I had made a lot of progress. And then there were a couple of weeks where I just like fell down in the jumps and I was like, it's not working. Like I don't feel better about my body. And then I just kind of kept trucking through it. I think like I started feeling a little low because I started feeling feelings again, but things turned around. And in hindsight, looking back, I like, I think some of this just like seeped into my unconscious and I, and like a couple months went by and I realized that I hadn't even thought about my body in a negative way in a really long time. And so all of this, like all the little building blocks kind of added up into this huge shift for me. And I know you were going to (laughs) mention what I wrote in the Facebook group a couple, I think it was like a week ago. What did I say again? (laughs) You said, I just pulled it up. Uh, You said, just letting everyone know that I'm doing fucking fabulous and I've been out living my life. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And that was genuine and super authentic and how I was actually feeling. And that is not anywhere near how I felt coming into this. I, I mean, I, Every week I always had something really specific to talk about, something like absolutely going on that week, like all these concerns, a laundry list of things. And right now I'm just living my life and I'm sure I'm getting ahead in the questions, but I just, I'm back in school. School is back in session. Um, I'm in my second year of graduate school and I don't have to worry about my body anymore and I can focus during class and really engage in the present moment and it just makes life so much more fulfilling. Yeah. So that's that's really great. That's so good. (laughs) But I love how you, how you talked about your experience about how you were like, what, like, what am I, you know, what is this stuff? Or it wasn't like completely making sense, but, and then there were some, you know, some low periods of time and then, And then it all kind of click, it starts to click into place. Like it's all of these seeds being planted and then, you know, they start to take root and eventually after, you know, a couple months or a few weeks or whatever, like they start to really grow. And then, and then suddenly you're like, oh, wait a minute, I don't do that anymore. Or this feels different now. You know, it doesn't really come with that kind of like instant gratification that, you know, like Mm -hmm. when we used to do a diet did. So it's, it's a different kind of work and it does take time to just kind of, percolate and peel back layers and sometimes we have to go through like these periods where things get a little bit um, more uncomfortable before they get way better and so I I I really admire that your honesty there because I wouldn't want anyone to think that it's just you just go in and it's like all right I do these things and every day feels better and better and better and then I'm just like I never think about my body again like you really put a lot of work into it and you leaned into that discomfort and went through some, some deep stuff that we had to go through to get you to a place where you're just out feeling fucking fabulous and living your life. (laughs) Yes, totally. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So how, I mean, how does it feel for you? How does it feel for you now? It feels really good. Um, I will say like, I'm not running around being like, I love my body. And you know, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I'm at body love yet. And I I don't know if we can ever get there. I think that it's possible. I really do. Um, But I can say that I am really grateful for what my body does for me in terms of just like the resilience. And, you know, this past weekend, I went I went um, wakeboarding and like my body allowed me to do that. I think it's awesome that our bodies let us, you know, carry children. And so I at least have a 
a deeper respect for my body and the things that it can do for me, which is really cool. Um, that was another one of the activities that I really liked. Um, we sort of went through all of our body parts and, you know, got more objective about them. And I got to take a look at, you know, these are, I, I thought that I hated all of my body, but, but there's really only a couple parts that I didn't like. And I realized that those parts actually um, did a lot of good for me, which was cool. So not really totally in love with the way my body looks, but really grateful for the way it functions. And I, I mean, I'm even grateful for things like having my period again. I lost my period for a few years and now I kind of embrace my period when it comes it actually came today and I had terrible cramps, but I'm grateful for it. And, you know, I think I can sum it all up to sort of say I'm in a really positive body neutral spot right now. I don't spend hours. I mean, I don't know if I actually spend hours, but I don't spend tons of time looking and examining myself in the mirror. I don't like, you know, stand there and judge all my flaws like I used to. I can leave the door or go out the door in the morning and feel confident with who I am instead of hating the way I looked and therefore having it ruin my whole day. And, you know, there have been times this summer where I've really felt like a hot piece of ass and that's cool too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I have. And I mean, not that I hadn't felt that way ever in the past, but it happens more times than not now. Um, I think really I'm just happy more with the person I am today. I'm not as much of an empty shell and I actually feel like I have something to bring to the table. Um, I feel good about who I am, um, which has nothing to do with the way I look, which is crazy because I used to think that that's all people cared about or that's how, you know, we judged each other based off of how we looked. Um, so it's really cool to have kind of that monumental mind shift. Um, and another really great thing is my relationship with my husband's even improved, which has been a really interesting thing to look at. Our intimacy's really improved. My sex drive has improved. And I just feel more connected to him because I'm not spending all this time kind of lingering in my own thoughts and being preoccupied. I just remember how much time I used to waste just thinking about body and what I was going to eat next and how I was going to kind of get away with not eating this or whatever. Like just all the time and hours, I'm sure it added up to this large, large amount. And it's just not a thing anymore. Um, And again, not that it never comes up. Uh, I mean, I'll still have times where, you know, I might feel a little uncomfortable after, you know, I eat a shit ton of pizza or something. But again, I can deal with it and I don't have to act out on it. I don't have to dwell and waste my life, you know, caring about things that I know don't fucking matter. (laughs) So it's really great. Lots of good change. So good. I love hearing that. So what's your advice to people who are listening? I think um, definitely what we were talking about earlier in terms of, you know, if you're going through this program or thinking about doing it, just know that it's not going to be instant gratification. It's not just a bunch of rainbows and butterflies. It's a lot of hard work. But, you know, if if you're considering, you know, doing a three-month program or maybe it was four months, I don't remember. But if you're three. considering <laughs> three months, paying the money, like committing your time to it, if you're even considering that, there's probably a reason for it. And, 
you probably should just do it and bite the bullet and do it like I did because I can't I was kind of like seesawing the idea for so long and I just jumped in and did it you know like give yourself a shot um, because nothing bad can come out of this nothing bad can come out of trying to work on self-improvement and you know only good things have been a result of this program yeah just keep moving forward and realize that things can get better. And I will say, like, I came from a really dark spot, like years ago, when I was still deep in my eating disorder, to now, it's just like, insane to see the change and feel good about saying that out loud and not feeling like I'm being egotistical, like I'm a totally different person, listening or being a part of this community and listening to a podcast doing a lot of reading and um, talking with other women has completely changed my mindset that of diet culture, which had been ingrained in my, in my head and in my heart really for years and years and years. So I just say, you know, give it a shot and put your whole self into it because you're definitely going to get out of it what you put into it for sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that. You, you've you been such a, an amazing person to witness and work with. You always went, you always went all in because we did some weird stuff together, which you kind of illustrated, which you talked <laughs> about, which I don't always do with everybody. But you know, it you you were always just like open and game to whatever I whatever I challenged you to do, whatever was in front of you, you always showed up, you were super open and you know, it's just been such a beautiful uh, process to witness to see how far you've come from some of those first conversations that we had to you just, you know, like living your life. I mean, that's what it's all about. So I'm just I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And I and I um, am just so appreciative that you're here talking about it today. Thank you so much. I'm happy to share the good news. And, you know, couldn't have done it without you. You've been a really great coach. And I hope that women on the fence thinking about, you know, giving this a shot really just kind of pull the trigger and do it because it's totally worth it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I don't pay anyone to say that, by the way. <laughs> she doesn't. You guys, you guys I come here a lot more nice say stuff. these things. I don't, I, don't, I don't prompt you to say that at all. But <laughs> thank nope. you so nope. much. <laughs> all right, Wendy, rock on. All right, bye. The stories are so amazing. And I'm always so moved and grateful that I get to witness what happens when we when these women start to really take their power back. And I know that this is possible for you too. I know this is possible for everyone. You know, none of this stuff was your fault. All of these beliefs that we have that are related to our body in terms of negative body thoughts, or, you know, that kind of all or nothing way of thinking that perfectionist way of thinking, All of that has been culturally programmed in us. And yes, while we still will live in a culture that is sexist and misogynistic and has diet culture messages everywhere, that does not mean that we can't take our power back and open our eyes and start to see through the bullshit and reclaim our resources, get our time back, get our energy back, start focusing on other things and start making a difference in this world. And I know that is possible for every single one of you listening to this podcast. So believe it. I believe it. I know you can do this. If you 
can do it with me. Amazing. If you are doing it on your own, amazing. Obviously, I would love it if you did it with me too. (laughs) And if you want to explore how we can do that, definitely check out the You on Fire program because it, well, what you just heard was evidence of what can happen when you really put yourself into it and do the work. But uh, it was been such an honor being able to witness these women going in the over the last few months, just seeing where they started to where they are now. And I just think that the impact that they have on this world now is they're just leaving such a bigger mark on this world and on the people around them. And I truly believe that this is how we change the culture. So That wraps up this series of Spotlight episodes. Thank you so much for listening today. You can go to summerinandend.com forward slash 103 to get all the links to see the videos, to find the link to you on fire. And yeah, let's do this. I hope you'll do it. Let's let's burn this shit up together. Yes. Rampant untamability. Hell yes. Do you want that? I want that for you. Say yes. Let's do this. All right. Until next time. Rock on. 